Omaha, Nebraska, home of the College World Series, is by far my favorite time of the year. Right now, kicking off the regional opener, TCU in Arizona. TCU is down 0-2. Top of the first. This is a great time for sports. What do you guys think? Tello, what do you think? I'm looking forward to the College World Series. That falls right around my birthday every year, so we always go down there to celebrate. Um, I'm looking up who's... Josh, what do you like? What do you like? You like baseball? You don't really like baseball, but do you no, put I mean, up with College World Series? I think that it's a fun time to be in the city, number one. Number two, I do like baseball. I just think that it's a long season. So, like, when it comes to College World Series or even, like, the MLB playoffs, I'm in. The rest of the year, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I feel that. But That's me, too. Nebraska did not make it to any regional game, which I'm kind of okay with, but I'm not because I really wanted to see Nebraska make it this year because they, they choked last year and the year before. So True. Um, and I don't even know if Notre Dame got back in it. I didn't see them on anything on there, but they might have. But I'd love to see Arizona or TCU. TCU was a well-deserving team. They're, uh, they're always up there, man. They're always trying to do something great. And in football, they were just – on top of something in football. I mean, come on. Big 12. You know, but something about that school, man, they just get so so many good, talented kids that just kick ass every single time. They got heart. Yeah. It's also nice, like, where it's at, like, in Texas is nice. I think if you're going to go to anywhere, that's a pretty nice place to go. I think I, I think you're right. So, all right. I don't, I don't know what's going on with the TikTok. I don't know if it's just because I don't have service down here. I don't know. I don't know. At this point, it is what it is. <laughs> um, you know, we are supposed to have Jack Comstock. He is a local Omaha comedian come by. He had some stuff come up and apologized, me, apologized to me like seven, eight different times. And I was like, dude, listen, it's okay. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. We're totally fine. Um, but, you know, I was really excited to have a comedian show up and be like, yo, what's up? You know? But um, I don't know. So it's just going to be us fucking clowns. That's, fine. That's I lo- fine. I love comedy, man. I mean, I like spend a lot of time looking at it. I think that you would have been perfect. You would have been perfect to fucking sit here and roast this guy the I, entire time. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, those com- comedians, man, it's an exercise. Those guys are slick, quick on their feet, man. I mean, I wouldn't want to have to do it. Honestly, that seems like straight medieval torture to try and make people laugh. So I, I went to high school with him yeah. and I was on the wrestling team with him. So. For the longest time, he used to bully me going, growing up. Like, he was just my bully. But he wasn't like a, like a kick-my-ass bully. He was like a friend a bully. mental bully. Yeah. Like ah, one of the mental like, ones. Yeah. So, Get you a little stronger. <laughs> but we, we grew up, and we ended up being really chill, and we hung out a few parties after that. But um, I was like, yeah, man, they, I heard him on Todd and Tyler when I was driving. I'm like, no shit. Like, I know this guy. This guy's voice sounds so familiar. And radio, anytime when you're on radio, it, it always changes how you sound as a person. Right. And I was like, I know this guy. This guy's voice does not change. Like, I know who this is. And so I sent him a Facebook message. I was like, yo, like, uh, were you just on Todd and Tyler? He's like, I'm on there right now. I'm like, 
like, hey, come on the podcast. Let me know when you're ready, you know? Yeah. And um, we were actually supposed to do it last week, but Sarah had a party, so we postponed that. And Thanks a lot, Sarah. He was going to be in town. Um, but by the way, that party was sick. I went to the that party. I ate the sandwiches. They were delicious. That was fun. I didn't get invited to the party. What? Well, okay, it's a client party. I know. You guys ready to buy a house? She's she's your girl. It's not happening yet. She's your girl. Sarah Harvey, Better Homes and Gardens, if you guys are looking for a house in Omaha or the Nebraska area. Sold by Sarah. It's always sold by Sarah. And told by Sarah. Did you buy it? Did you buy a house? No, we just like when we buy the next house, we're going to have Sarah take care of it. You know, so. they were in the looking process. Yeah, it was like before the interest rates went up, we were really looking and then. I just have a really hard time. The other problem is, is like being a business owner. I mean, we can talk about this being a business owner, trying to get a loan from a bank. Oh, yeah. It makes it way more difficult. And I don't understand why I'm in so much more control of my income than somebody who's an employee. But if I have a job and great work history, man, they're going to guarantee I'm still going to make X amount of dollars a year and qualify for this loan for 30 years. There's nothing <laughs> that lasts for 30 years, bro. Like. Yeah. And if honestly, if you're under in the school of me, it's a 15 year loan, but I just go with what the rest of the world's going to do. That's what I'm on track for because I made one extra payment this year, and that's all it takes. Yeah. One extra payment. Every, yep. one, every year is one extra payment, and you'll be 15 years. Yeah, your full payment as principal, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, yeah, that's all it is. So I just make my normal payment, and then I got money back from school and all that stuff, and I just threw that, threw it, yeah. Yeah, threw it towards it, and that's it. And yep. it's cut us down it know? just sucks i mean interest rates are crazy the f- buying market's wild so we've made this kind of concession that and it's kind of a pipe dream but i want to buy my next house without a bank loan cash yeah just 100 percent cash i think that we're in a position living well within our means for all these years you know that in a couple years we'll be able to do that i feel it especially after we sell our house and you know all the equity that's in it so yeah, uh, Rebo messaged and said, "TikTok is live. Get out my chair. Get out my chair. <laughs> I'm here. Come move me, Rebo. Oh, you can't. Yeah, he's yeah. You are in this chair, huh? I am in this chair. Yeah, he's well, in Arizona though. He is. So we said he's t- 20 minutes from my father-in-law. Yeah, and, and my father-in-law is in Mesa. Are you excited? He's gonna be here, and you're gonna be so so. Pumped. I am. I love Pat. I, 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 I love spending time with him. I think when it comes to like me, like sitting down, especially because me and Pat have such a like a. You guys are pretty much the same. We have a very, but we're not mentally, but we're not like super. Like he's not closely ingrained into my life, so I can ask him some slightly personal questions about yep. my business, about you know whatever kind of like make him dad me up while he's here. Yep. Yeah. And he's not close enough to me to where whatever he says won't offend me. Yep. He'd just be honest, and he has nothing to gain by, like, frosting my cookies or whatever you want to say, give me, feed me the bullshit. He's straight up, like, he's brutal. He'll be honest with me, and that's what I like. I like honesty, and it pushed, it pushed me to be a better person, too, myself. So, Yeah, man. I'm Shout out to Pat. I haven't met sure. him yet, but he's shout out great. To Pat. He'll be here for a month, so you'll be able to I'm, meet him. I'm sure I'll meet him. He helped me uh, get the room finished down here, so nice. with all the, the trim and putting up the door and shit like that so pat rules he does rule he's driving sarah's truck up here so sarah got i think it's a 1776 edition toyota Sick. tundra yeah. and it's like uh like an like a darker like yeah they got like baseball mitt leather seats and yes stuff. And yeah. yeah oh that's what sarah got oh yeah she got tundra yeah the green one 
No, this is a this is the 1776. It's like a maroon on the outside, and it has like that kind of like leather. Yeah, it's almost like a King Ranch yeah. F one fifty okay. or whatever, F- like yeah. their yeah. version of like yeah. the King Ranch. It's all I see. I, mean, I like see what you're saying. Baseball. It has 1776 stitched in the headrest, and it's it's sick. Yeah, it's a Tundra too. That thing's not going to depreciate. No, she loves she loves it. Her last one, she had a Tacoma, and she got in a car accident with that. Like, I don't know her fourth or fifth month owning it and so she was really upset and ever since then she's like thought she was gonna be cursed on buying a truck and so we broke that curse with the mercedes that we bought from him and then we're like oh listen this mercedes ain't gonna do shit in nebraska because we were enjoying the mercedes it's formatic what are you talking about no no it it didn't it was rear wheel drive oh yeah you don't want that no it was an amg i loved it i freaking loved it especially in mississippi that thing hauled the booty yeah looks cool T- uh, TCU just hit a home run. Costs a lot. That's Definitely costs a lot to repair. It does, and that's another thing we didn't want to mess with. But we, Dang, I, he cracked that. I thought it was dope. I thought <laughs> I like Mercedes, but all those high-end German vehicles, you really got to get to their top-of-the-line vehicles to have a car that's worth having. I think a lot of the lower-level, entry-level cars from those companies are just enough to create a cult following or create a buying habit from going to Mercedes, and you're constantly going to move up in car. I enjoy. Yeah. I enjoyed my Audis. It's best to like lease those high Audis, some people German say. cars. Yeah, yeah, it's, they lose a lot of value. Yeah, and they're so expensive to fix that if you're leasing it and it breaks, you don't have to worry about fixing it. But if you want like an M5 competition and you lease it, what's that like over a thousand bucks? You know? No, it's crazy. That's a yeah. crazy lease, but you got whatever. I mean, you're getting six hundred, so. six hundred and eighty-six horsepower or something. Mm-hmm. Enough to cruise around. If the you're getting the M5, you got M5 money. Hey, in 2021, they Ford came out with the Ford Power uh, Power Boost, the F-150 Power Boost. That thing's 500 and some horsepower. It has, but it has the battery and the gas, so it's pretty much a uh, hybrid. It's like hybrid, a hybrid. It's yeah. a hybrid. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with Ford. Well, I just thought, all. I thought, I, I, I went in it, and I thought it was a pretty cool truck. I was like, when this it, is kind of sick. When it comes to uh race cars performance when you look at what ford's done in the last couple of years with the coyote and the godzilla they pretty much are shitting all over what everybody else is doing if you want a car that's going to make a ton of power those are the two platforms that people are building right now that are so impressive there's guys that are building coyote f-150s that are all-wheel drive that are just dusting the shit out of everything on the I road see them. they're crazy cletus mcfarland yeah cletus is great <laughs> i mean there's just a lot of guys that are building these cars that they, they're fucking murderers dude and the the LS squad is great if you want to have a junkyard, you know, power plant and build something badass. That's what I like. Still not even an LS fan. Uh, I, I know. You You got the Hemis, right? You're like the Hemi guy? I do like the Hemis. I drop yeah. an LS and I'm a Yacht all day. I wouldn't want to because it sounds difficult, but. No, it's actually not that bad. They make a whole entire crossbar. Conversion kit. For it. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's ha- expensive, but it's dope. Having a the ability to just a twin turbo, a junkyard LS, and a standard cab, standard and it uh, not and it not standard, blow up on you. Standard uh, box truck, a regular cab, short, uh, short, short bed regular cab. Like just put it in there, all wheel drive, and go whoop ass on the weekends. Like so, might as well just uh, just buy a cyclone. Well, the old the old cyclones were sweet, man. Yeah, they are. That was a four three though. That yeah, was a four three that was turbocharged, and it doesn't make nearly the amount. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like big into like the whole power thing. Like I feel like it's. Oh, I'm Ricky Bobby. I'm going fast, bro. I, I'm cool with like going fast, but like I don't need something that's going, you know, turn me into bits and pieces when I hit a pole. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, for I sure. I need that. Yeah, I, I mean, respecting it. that vehicles is a big deal. Like I had my G8, and, and it wasn't crazy fast, but it, you know, it got around pretty good and. 
not having it, I'm like, man, that sucks. I wish I still had one because it was fast and fun to drive. But yeah. yeah. Like the most I'll do is like an S or T8. That's. I love I love that's, my that's WRX. That's about as fast as I'm getting. I don't need a Trackhawk. I don't need. I'll, I'll be I mean, if I'm a car, I'm a Subaru guy. I swear by all my Subarus. You see how many I've gone through. Yeah. But it wasn't, I do like Subarus. It wasn't because they were bad. It was just yeah. because I moved on to a bigger and better one and yeah. sold that one. So there's it's a, like there's a lot of those guys that say once you get to hundred thousand miles, head gaskets blow up in Subarus and all that stuff. And I don't know one way or the other because I never owned any Subarus. Nope. But yep, just other things blow up. Yeah. <laughs> well, my motor didn't blow up on this one. It, it just was, started eating oil. Like it was. It was fucking, just. It was yeah. down a. Lent. It was down a quarter oil or whatever and. I have. That's why you buy a warranty, man. It's a hundred thousand. It's on a hundred thousand miles. You hear that? Come see me. Buy a car. Buy a warranty. Buy a warranty, man. Yeah, I'm really just. Uh, I I don't know. I think. I mean, I drive an old pickup. It's like a you know an old thirteen F one fifty, and it's fine, man. It just gets me from. Is, I didn't remember yours an EcoBoost. EcoBoost, yeah. Yeah. That Ram I bought out there is a twelve. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. No, that's clean. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. Thanks. That's a, is that the only one on the lot that doesn't have a salvage title? <laughs> no, man. We got like a hundred cars that have clean titles. Uh-huh. <laughs> Out of a thousand. Yeah. I just know his cheap I ass. mean, all I'm our Subarus, saying. all our Subarus still run. So. Am I just too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting my warranty done. You run into the bank to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Like I look on there all the time. I see what they have for sale all the time. It's kind of fun just to look on there because, like, you know, if you do don't mind buying a salvage vehicle, you can get a good deal. I grew up in a machine or in a body shop with a couple guys, so I know how capable some of these guys that frame frame guys are and yeah. some of these body guys are that they just can rebuild a car pretty right. well. Exactly. That's what like I got I got some buddies that work, you know, in that industry and I thought like why not just go buy one from an auction that's like smashed like in the back end or something or Fix find a up. find a Chevy that's back it's, Fix it up and then come sell it to us. It's truck beds all there you go. You make up. your money, we make our money, everybody right. Yeah, those Everybody guys. Happy. It's really hard to get your frame, your frame guys, and then also your body guys to work on your, you know, it's, your unless shit. it's super fucking not destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Because they know exactly what you're doing. They're like, well, when this is done, it'll be worth this amount of money. And it seems like they figure out a way to get you for that amount of money. But I'm not saying it's not a viable business model. A lot of people do it. A lot of people have them repaired and resell them. Well, since we're on the top, we're on the topic of cars. What do you guys? Did you guys watch Fast X? I have not. Haven't seen it I yet. I figured you'd be the first fucker to bro, watch that shit. I stopped watching them after like Fast Six. Like, well, you watch what was the, what after was the new Paul Walker? After Paul Walker died, oh. I think I watched like Fast Seven. I've seen like I, I, I don't know, like two hours of it. I don't even think I finished it. I haven't seen it yet. I do intend on seeing it. The last movie that I saw was uh, John Wick Four. Okay, so bro, Spencer saw that and said it was John Wick. Movie. Saw it, said that that movie was sweet. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the worst John Wick movie. Okay. It was entertaining. It was just yeah. too much. Sure. Yeah. It was just too much. I don't think that there's any more that you can do after the last couple where it's just like constant killing for three, two hours. One or and two would have been fine. One and two was great. I mean, I don't think that they could have. They had to kill the series or they had to not continue making the movies. But I think that they m- took the storyline out and they just added action. But I'm going to tell you, Keanu Reeves is one genuine motherfucker. Dude, that guy's great. I love that guy. And he has awesome hair. He does. He does sweet wheelies on motorcycles. He does. I watched him, and he does a he he rides a lot of older school mo- motorcycles too, don't he? Yeah, yeah he you, rebuilds and sells them. I think he has a motorcycle company. Yeah, it's pretty. You sweet. ever seen those uh, like the memes of Keanu Reeves? And it's like he knows how to avoid the charge, and it shows him like yeah, not touching yeah, not touching person. the girls, even yeah. guys. He won't even touch guys. Yep. I'm not standing mad at, like this. He'll sit here like for that. Floaty <laughs> arms, dude. You should. That's right. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's another safety. Power I'm sorry. play, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's a power play. What uh, uh, as far as fast and fast ten goes, like I haven't seen it, but I'm a s- just from what I've seen, it's 
pretty much on the cusp of the most ridiculous one. Yet. <laughs> they they said they they said yeah. there's just too much. This is just. This should just hopefully like be cars, last. like a car splits in half and then comes back together and around another car and then go, goes through like a flame and then just melts itself back together and it keeps driving. That's some shit that they would do on Fast X. Okay, I'm gonna tell you though, there's a lot of people that went out there just to see it because there's so many super fans of to Fast this, and the Furious. Yeah, this is a and 20 I'm, year old franchise. Okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Vin Diesel my applaud, Ludacris. Those two, Tyrese. I mean, yeah, because Tyrese is in it too. So, I know Tyrese didn't come until the second one. Vin Diesel was with the first one. Ludacris was in the first. Ludacris was in the first. Yeah, he was in the first. When was he in number he one? He was their programmer in the first yeah, one. Yeah, he, he hit the bridge in the first one. No, that's number two. Is that number two? When he jumps the bridge? Yeah, number one is just Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah, because he, uh, Paul Walker works at the go speed to shop. Yeah, Harry's. He works at Harry's oh, speed shop. you're right. You're Ludacris right, wasn't right. in there it yet. Second, Ludacris yeah. was number two. He, yep. he was Too the fast, race master. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then he went on to be this wild computer nerd that we all figured out later, but that was a great character arc. It was. Whatever, whatever happened to Bow Wow? He was in it. I think Pow- well, Bow Wow was in Too Fast, Too Furious, which is still Tokyo Fast. He was in Tokyo Drift. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Which, I mean, I'm in. I think Tokyo Drift is still the best. part of the franchise. Tokyo Drift yeah, one of the best I, movies. I think they should have continued the Tokyo Drift like to a number two or something. Did you Danny, ever see Danny Tokyo? Did you ever see how Tokyo Drift lines into the movies that Tokyo Drift is actually like number eight? Yeah, because yeah, ha- yeah. the whole Han thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Jason Statham blows up Han's car. Yeah. Yep. And then he ends up surviving somehow. Which somehow, some way, crawls. I don't know, man. I don't. That's I've, that's another thing. I've also seen The Rock pick up a car barehanded and throw and, it. Yeah, and throw it. So I saw him hold a wrecker back by the by the winch on the wrecker like a giant tow truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of them I just I, with way, I don't with uh, Roman Reigns. Him and Roman Reigns were out there working on it together. It's way <laughs> off the top. <laughs> Fuck Roman Reigns, dude. He was in the movie. I'm not. I'm not trying. Was to he get really? You, I'm not trying to get you upset. Yeah, nope, he's, he's fanboying. You got him. Roman Reigns was in the movie with The Rock in like number eight. Did you see oh, I don't the fate it. of the furious? Because you only watch WWE when I'm watching it, right? With you, yeah, mostly. Okay. I grew up watching it, I and know. then I just don't have the time because they put wrestling on multiple days a week now. Yeah, Monday and Monday and Friday. Okay, so when I was like, growing up. It was Monday and Thursday. It was uh, no, when Raw, I was growing Raw up, it was just SmackDown. Monday. Yeah, they had SmackDown, but mo- normally it was Monday. Raw. Monday. We're the same the age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, but they I'm saying when we were younger, we had like, Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown showed up when I was a kid. So SmackDown, yeah, was Raw out. was Monday and SmackDown was Thursday. The Rock was like the first SmackDown champion. That's how the SmackDown came around. I'm gonna lay yeah. it and smack it down it there. That's a that was a Rock setup thing because they couldn't get they couldn't have they had too many like the Monday Night Wars were happening. They couldn't yep. promote the Rock the same way that they needed to because they saw this giant thing happening. So they give the Rock the fucking SmackDown championship. Yeah, they had Monday Night Raw and then Thursday Night SmackDown. We can look up when that happened. I'd like to know. <laughs> I'd look it up, but uh, I get like one bar of service down here. I'm looking up to see when their first episode was. Yeah, I'm gonna say 1999. Six. I thought it was 2000. No, because WWE was still. It was still or WWF. WWF. Yeah. So what? 90, 99, 98. Yeah, SmackDown happened during the WWF years. I'm pretty sure. I don't. Yeah. I don't think, but it was. I don't. Th- I don't even think it was called SmackDown. I thought it was oh. called something else. It was SmackDown. It was SmackDown. Because I remember the fist going through. Um, I remember the giant fist would go through the the screen if you remember that part. They had the big fist for the longest time. Yeah, dude, the Rock was part of the nation at the time. April twenty ninth, nineteen ninety nine. What up? Good shit. I'm here for it. Good call. 
So, well, in 2000, yeah, in 2000. Yeah, so that's about the time I didn't. So I didn't never, I never got to watch SmackDown. Like, I grew up where it was just WWF, and it was Monday nights. And I remember sitting WCW. in my basement. WCW? Yeah, Monday yeah. Night. WCW, yeah. yeah. Yep, it was, yeah. The Outsiders. The War Games. Hey, let's just, we just all need to be so thankful that we got to watch. Legit the wrestling. Texas Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. Too. During Stone his prime year. Because he wasn't in, his, his wrestling career was short. Dude, it was actually pretty actually, long. No, he was, was in WCW. Really so, he was called he, the ringmaster yeah, for the yeah, grip. Yep, yep, yep. He actually had a really good but career. But Stone Cold Steve Austin himself, he, that character he was very, himself. very short-lived. Yeah, he, because he had, he created for, it for a while, he ha- he was Stone Cold Steve Austin before he became the Stone Cold we know. Mm-hmm. And he had a valet or manager, Ted DiBiase. Yes. Yeah. And he was just yeah. this. Did you watch the documentary cool. on it? I didn't. Oh, yeah. No. It's, it's just, just out there. But I haven't watched it. It's just, cool. Just yeah. out here spitting. Out here spitting my Stone Cold knowledge. because that's, that's, cool. that's probably my favorite wrestler. Probably mine, too. So mine he won. Too. And then he... he when he debuted, he wasn't sure about this character because he he was talking with Vincent McMahon and he was like, you know, I don't know because I was the good guy. I don't know about being this badass mean guy because yeah. he had to have put on this like dickhead persona. Yeah, he wasn't he, sure about it. Because he uh, the reason why we got the 316 thing, right, was Jake the Snake, right? Jake the Snake was like yep. a very pious. You'd always do this prayer thing, right? Was that Jake the Snake that he yep. And that was a Royal Rumble or something? Yeah. Or King of the Ring, maybe? Because yeah, I think was, it was King of the Ring. It I was think, a pay-per- pay-per-view. I think video. when he did it, there was a, he was sitting on a throne for winning King of the Ring or something yep, like that. Yep, he's on a big, giant king chair. Yeah, and probably they, was King of the Ring. And they asked him what he thought about it, and he says, Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. And yep. it's like... That was it, dude. Yeah. That changed. That crowd yeah, went solidified crazy. it. Yeah. Changed wrestling forever. It yeah. changed that Bible verse forever. I'm just like this dude. He threw that out. It was the thing that I don't even think he knew was gonna stick, and it was just yeah, amazing. Just, so between yeah. between Stone Cold, The Rock, and The Undertaker, like that that was like the main group for a long time. Kane still started had, to get into we there, still, but prior to that, though, even involved in that group was still you know. Uh, Billy Badass and yeah, and, and, you can and go back. Shawn Michaels, yeah, Mick Foley too, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, yep. and I like when he was Hunter, and then when he went to Triple H, I was like, eh. The Hunter Hearst Helmsley thing was funny, man. Him being like this aristocrat <laughs> was great because it was it was a great character. He's sh- running that shit now, right? Uh, pretty much. He's Vince yeah. McMahon He's, now, right? Yeah. Uh, well, Vince McMahon stepped away. That's that's what I'm kinda saying. Kind of gave it to kind of gave it Stephanie. to them. Sh- Shane is kind of there. Shane actually came back a few months ago. And was gonna to go out his he quad, was, right? Yeah, he went to he go tore his quad. He tore and it wasn't like his dad did. Yeah, pretty when much. Vince McMahon ran yeah. down, and tore he, both his quads. Ah, he tore his quad bouncing off some ropes in the ring. Yeah, and then and I don't remember who he was against. I think it was. Uh, dude, it was that's when the that's when Snoop Dogg. Nobody knew this. Snoop Dogg saved the show. Yeah, no, Snoop oh, that Dogg, was bad. Yeah, because Snoop oh, Dogg noticed bad. that Shane got hurt, so he gets in and he went no the one worst people's elbow ever. Oh, it's so bad. But without him, it would have been like they would have had to pause the it show. Been a, yeah. It would have been he, cre- he created this distraction. That was WrestleMania. Yeah. And no he shit. Did, and yeah. nobody, everyone thought this was just Snoop Dogg, like doing his job. Like it was bad. scripted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. He, he literally <laughs> was just jumped in there, and he, he was the guy. He's like, "We got to save the show." That's fucking dope. Shout Dude, out to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and he put himself out there, and he barely hit the ropes with oh, his back. Poor, I mean, it was rough. Guy. Yeah, it was terrible. Look bad, but, but, but how? Hey, now Snoop? that I know that the backstory on that, that's fucking sick. Dude, yeah, to hear Vince McMahon even tweeted about it. He's or no, it was Triple H said something about it. He's yeah. like, "Thanks to Snoop Dogg Snoop for Dogg. saving the show." That's yeah. crazy. I did not know that. That's awesome. I forgot about that. I mean, I tried to forget WrestleMania because it was really shitty WrestleMania. I'm sorry. 
sorry. They, that did happened a, to you. they did a Hollywood theme, and I did not like it. That sucks. The setup was sick. I mean, the setup was dope. Just the lineups, I didn't like it at all. I'm but with you. Zane Zane had a fun time being front row to that shit. And I tell you what, man, if you get a chance to go front row just one time in your life to a WWE event, do it. I mean, it will change your fucking life. I don't know about that, but it would be a good time. No, no, no. Like, I went. It, it will make you like. Like I got like teared up. I'm like, damn. Like I've been waiting for this since I was a kid. Dude, like, I saw it, but like I'm not a huge WWE fan, so like it's not gonna hit me. I'm like not huge you. either. I don't watch it religiously. Like I could skip it too. What? No, I I haven't watched he it. He loves it. I, I know okay. he does. I, know I do he does. love it. But what I'm saying is like it's not like uh it's it's different because it, it got me back into when I was a kid thinking like my dad never took me this shit. Uh, he promised you, me for years and never did. It, it. made you feel. Dude, we and were then to see my kid fucking smile yeah. big as his face like it was a good moment. Dude, we, it was we were crazy. we were crazy poor growing up and and I managed to get to go to a raw the civic auditorium when i was a kid Hell yeah. oh shit and yeah i went to i went to smackdown at uh, uh the one over in iowa mid-america center yeah yeah, yeah, America, yeah. yeah yeah we went to see at civic auditorium we went and saw raw and i mean we were sitting like in the civic auditorium wasn't a huge arena anyway so right. but you could still sit really you could get really far away from a ring mm-hmm. so you're basically watching it on tv anyway where we were but i remember one of our friends dads worked for cox cable and they had free tickets so he said, get your friends from school. We're going to go see Raw. Hell yeah. And I remember just being like, oh, my God. My dad won tickets at KFC, and like they were VIP. So I got to meet Booker T, RVD, and Chris Benoit. Dang. I have a sign. Bro, bro, I have a, I have a signed Chris Benoit poster like two weeks before he killed his family. He it? put the Crippler cross because, face on him. Because that, <laughs> that happened like in June. That happened like yeah, in June. I got to bump that one. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it, man. So I, that happened like in June. And in July, we went up to Wisconsin to, uh, for, um, we used to go up there for the 4th of July all the time. And I remember seeing like on the tabloids there, because my grandma and grandpa always got like magazines. I remember seeing on the tabloids that Chris Benoit killed his family. It was like People Magazine. Chris Benoit killed his family. Did he killed himself after it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he offed himself. Yeah. But he killed his two kids. Dude, his kids were like tiny kids. Yeah. 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 And his wife. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. All Dude, right. that's CTE, bro. I mean, All right, TikTok. Um, we'll see you probably uh, <laughs> next month. <laughs> oh, well. We can't talk about that on TikTok. Um, you said like uh, K I L L, and then you brought the word K I D S in at the same time. So. Damn it. Yeah, but it's all right. Do they kick you off for saying KFC? Mm, no, because it's not racist here. <laughs> Kentucky Fried. I'm just, I'm just bringing it up, man. I, I I don't know what the rules no, are, but no, there's some. I don't know if there's like there's some stupid shit. I, corporate I mean, sponsorships. I know have, how much they can, love Colonel's Chicken you can in have China. Girls showing. Damn it! I said the c word. Skin to where nothing is covering, and they don't get banned. They'll sit there and. Their shit's hanging out and nothing. It's just it's okay. We get banned every time we fucking talk on here. So. It's just that's that's the thing. It's crazy. Can we know. also talk about how Instagram is getting very loose with the nudity? And I love it. Uh, me too. I'm just saying. I just like to see. I like to see um, a platform not be so regulated. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I, I feel like that's Twitter. Um, well, Twitter's always not been regulated. Dude, I like, follow, you can post. Like, you can post nudes on Twitter. Yeah, I follow like viral. Viral something, and it's just like some off the wall shit. You'll see from some like, crazy stuff. From dude. titties to decapitation yeah, to like just whatever, bro. I've been it's seeing crazy. a lot of dudes get murked lately on Instagram, and I don't like it. I don't know why I got in this loop. Like I have this. Hey, group go of to dudes. your go to your settings, and then go to your catches, and just hey, just erase it, and it'll reset it's your. Not algorithm. I call it catches. Yeah. 
Cash. Cash. I just call him Cash A's. I was like, what? Um, I'm fancy, my dude. The other problem that French. I have is that <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily like <laughs> because my algorithm <laughs> does it. It's because I'm friends with a bunch of dudes who are just like, this is Are they crazy. reposting it? Or they're sending it. Did you check this out? And I'm like, God. And then I watch it. I'm like, oh, man. I watched a bus driver murk a dude. I don't think he killed him, but he I shot the shit too. out of him. I seen that too. Dude, whatever. On that, Fuck dude. around and find out, dude. Because the dude had a gun pulled out. Dude, don't on pull him. a gun out. And dude, the, he drew his weapon so fast. He said, bah, 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 and just started dude. lighting that dude up. Killed him. Did he die? Yep, he died. Nice. Did, they, did the he dude died, get in trouble dead. or did he just lose his job? I don't think either. I'm pretty sure they got, they killed kicked him off his job because he can't have a concealed weapon driving the bus. Oh, fuck that. Poor guy. Well, come he, on, man. He's from like Atlanta, bro. Hey, I think he was up, North come Carolina. Up here, I'll give you a job. Oh, okay, well. Come over here, I'll give you a job. I'm just saying, man, that shit was crazy. I was like, wow. I saw it. But you don't I'm, do that to a man, man. I'm like, here. Because that's the one, that's the thing is like, I have these 2A guys that I'm friends with and they'll send me defensive videos where somebody's robbing a gas station and this dude gets marked and it's like, God damn. I, part of me is like, fuck, great job for having your firearm. Uh, also, didn't want to see it. Like, it makes me sad still because it sucks. I don't like seeing people. Yeah. Get shot. I don't mind it. <laughs> I know. Weird. I know you guys. If, just, if I see a dog die, though, bro, I'm crying. He's done. Well, I, don't, I don't want I don't watch animals. But if I see yeah. humans, you got to think I OK, I'm not. People suck. Dogs I, are cool. I agree. Overseas, you see a lot of weird stuff. You see a lot of stuff like that. So I've seen it. So seen it. I've been exposed to Rotten.com since I was Me like too. Five, yeah. I'm in the same boat. Eight, so. I'm in the same boat. But it doesn't mean that every time that I see someone get a gun shot. Yeah, but them. watching the videos versus seeing the pictures on Rotten are two different things. I think also because yeah. I am <laughs> a, yeah. I'm a big proponent of, of, of firearm ownership and self-protection. That I also fear that any time, yeah, you don't want to have to use yeah. it. Yeah, any time that. that I would have to do that, it's almost like, gosh, dude, this is getting so much more prevalent. Or I felt like the defensive yeah. use of a firearm it, it, was a lot, it, was wasn't as often. Okay, as it definitely, now it we see definitely it all the turns the tables and it makes you really think about it because it happened to us in Mississippi, and I had Sarah in the car, and then I had Zane in the back seat, and some guy cut us. Uh, I I cut him off when it was a mistake because he had no headlights on, and it's it's nighttime. Right like, when right. it gets on the the. Down south, like it's yeah, there's dark. Not, there's not. There's no sun. I mean, yeah, it's no just lights, like it's so just no, no street lights. There's no there. street lights. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we're off the interstate. There's no street lights. So I didn't see him, and I got over, and then all of a sudden he slams on his horn, and then goes to the Zane side of the car and launches something at Zane's window. And I, later I found out it was a cup of whatever, probably a sweet tea from whatever, and that's just yeah. what they drink. But from Bojangles. Yeah, right. So get up to, and then it comes up to a red light, and he gets, and then he cuts in front of me, and then kind of cockeyes and 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 parks, and they these two, you know, these two guys get out of the car, and I was like, all right, here's my here's my here's my go, you know. Yeah. So I use the door as my shield, and I come up and right between the door like a cop would, and I just said, hey, I I you know I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot to kill. Like I just. I forewarned him. I said, "You already threatened my family by throwing something and cutting me off and trying to run me off the road." I said, "My my tr- threat triangle is complete." If you could say all of that. I would have been like, "Backed off." No, Fuck because off. because he had his hands. I did. I was yelling, yeah. but I was letting him know. Like I had to. Get, I have to get verbal warning. I will. I, have to I will shoot warning. you. I will shoot you. I will. I told him I yeah. will shoot. I will my, shoot to kill. My son is in this car. I so will shoot you. I had one guy on the passenger side. He was like this, and I'm like, I'm like. You're, he's going to be dead before you even get a chance to do anything what you want to do. So I suggest you guys just get back in your car and go. And they're like, 
they were saying some words to me that I can't repeat on here, but yeah. they got back in the car and they just drove off. And then Sarah's in the passenger seat shaking. And then Zane's like, what happened, dad? Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and you're over here like, I got, I had to, I had to unload everything yeah, in the car. Like, I, like, go I was, like, I was yeah, ready, dude. but I always have one strapped in and ready to go. Cause like I was, I was about to do it. Like I was, I was ready to go and I wasn't going to be that person right. to do it, but Dude, well within your right, man. That's I was at I'm a stoplight, like, man, surrounded yeah, by a yeah. bunch of people. So everyone had, I mean, someone had to record it. Yeah. I've been shot before, bro. I know how it feels. God damn. I mean, I had a bullet hole in my foot. God damn. You didn't it wasn't, it wasn't my, wasn't it was I didn't, pop a, I didn't, uh, uh, cheddar by myself. You weren't no. rapping on cheddar TikTok bob. and with your gun and showing everybody <laughs> off. And no, no, no. Shooting your I gun was, off in your mom's house. I was a whole different person when I was in my younger years, and it was drug related. And someone wanted to scare you by shooting the ground and pop through. No, your foot. no, someone shot through a car door and it got you in the foot. Got me in the foot. Yeah. <sighs> That's yeah. yeah. I told my mom I rolled my ankle. She was in uh, Wisconsin when it happened. So I was, when she came back, I was on crutches. My foot was all wrapped up. Told her I rolled my ankle real bad playing basketball. Well, good. <laughs> she, I don't think she knows to this day. She, knows my dad now. knows. My sister knows. Yeah, yeah. My mom don't watch this. My mom's weird. She reads books. That's she perfect. can listen to us. <laughs> she don't do that either. I'll give her a script. She can follow along. <laughs> I love it. She's a medical transcriptionist. She could uh, turn all this into lyrics or into, uh, into just, just transcript. Yeah. Yep, just transcript everything. That's just transcribe. Does she use one of those weird transcribers with like the four buttons? Uh uh-uh, uh, she uses her foot. It's a pedal. What? What? She's been doing it since I was little. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. She's good That's at it. She's what good do you at it. okay, so if you I and I always wanted to ask this. This is always been a question I want to ask everybody. Mm. Snap. So I'll ask you first and then I'll ask Four's total, average. Total next, okay? <laughs> so your your job you do now, right? It definitely it's not your it wasn't your dream job that you've dreamed growing up, right? No. Okay. Explain to me what you wanted your dream job to be and why you're where you're at now. <sighs> okay. Damn. When I was a kid, my dream job was to make movies. Sweet. I wanted to make movies really bad. I make What kind s- of movies? Well, I wanted to create films, so like artistic films, and then I also wanted to make documentaries about things that I was interested about. So I could, I really like to study about things and delve deeply into topics that I find interesting. And I thought the only way I could get paid to do that is if I became uh, a filmmaker that made documentaries. And then also, I thought I liked, I liked the idea of making like an, an artistic film. Like, make something beautiful that is just purely cinematography. Like Parasite? No. No. <laughs> like, I, I don't even have a great example. Human exa- centipede? I don't even have a great example <laughs> of what I'm talking about. But, like, you know when, like, for instance. Because I know what he made it yet. It's your, it's your turn to make it, Josh. It's like, you know when you're watching Gladiator, like a Ridley Scott film, and, 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 and Magnus is walking through the wheat fields? Yeah, to me, it's like, cinematic. to me, I'm just like, this is like what a movie should look like. Yeah. Like when I watch Gladiator, I remember like, dude, this is what a movie should look like. Like this is everything with, I would want in an action movie. Like I thought that was the greatest movie forever. And I love movies, man. I watched a bunch of movies, new old movies, everything. So I wanted to make movies and I made skate videos and BMX videos for my friends and I had Final Cut and I had great cameras and 
I had an old uh, Apple eMac, and it was the video editing version, so you could put Final Cut on it. It had the very first Air Wi-Fi on it. It was called an Airport card back then. Yep. Dude, this was the slickest shit ever because nobody had internet that didn't plug in their computer that was slow as shit. Right. So I had the Airport card, and I literally worked like worked for Walgreens, mowed yards, shoveled fucking driveways, so I could buy this gear to make these movies and. One of the things that I did was in school as I used a program called 3D Studio Viz and then 3D Studio Max, which were animation programs. So I started making some animations because I thought, man, this would be cool if we could create like different scenes and maybe even make like an animation that if I can't think of how I want or if I'm making a skate video, I want to make an intro and I want to make like a skateboard blow into pieces and have an animation of it. Like I would make all that. Yeah, just just something that was kind of cheesy, yeah. but you know, but in my mind it was cool. It was like a cool punk rock thing to right. do. Like, oh man, this everybody's skate video sucked. <laughs> I wanted to make one that was dope as fuck. Yeah. Did you do it? I, I made I made some sections and edited some sections for some people, but like we made a couple videos that I think turned out pretty good and some stuff that was kind of more of our lifestyle. It was almost more like a video for our friends of and all of us really cherish it because growing up it was like we would ride our BMX bikes everywhere. We would, you know, go to Wendy's and goof off and be shitheads. And it was almost like CKY style, but without pranks. It was just us being kids. So, yeah. so what happened? Why? Why? I started using the dream go by. I started using this um, animation program, and I was pretty good at it. And I was showing my neighbor across the street. I'm like, check this out. Here's what I made. Is this? He's an older dude. He was super cool. He had kids my age, you know. And he, he watched it. He said, that shit sucked. Dude, he said. Fucking destroyed you. He's like, you made that 3D modeled animation? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, check this out. So he goes over his computer and he opened up a seat of SolidWorks, which is modeling software for like manufacturing. Mm -hmm. He owned a machine shop. And he said, do you think you could draw these parts for me? And he showed me this list of parts. I'm like, yeah, I can draw those parts in like 25 minutes. So I just banged through these parts. Taught myself this program over a couple years, but really figured out the nuts and bolts of it in about 20 minutes. And this is like before YouTube and all this stuff. And I was, and I'm fast at it and he paid me pretty good. And then I started using 3d studio max to make renderings for these dudes that made decks. So like I yeah. would take a picture of your house. Mm -hmm. I was like 16, man, yeah. take a picture of your house. I would draw this deck that they designed and I would give them cut lists and fully full. Yeah. Uh, that's fucking, that's baller. Actually. I didn't even know. I didn't even know how, like I would charge these dudes like 200 bucks for these things. Yeah. They would take me like 20 hours to do, which is crazy. Like $10 an hour. Right. And they would, they had like almost a 95% rate of dudes take accepting a PO because they were able to show them the rendering. It was like, the greatest sales tech ever. So, I should have charged him thousand dollars. So yeah. now, you, now you pay that like thousands of dollars just to have that for um, what's there's a there's a program just like that now. I, God, I just had him on top of my head. I was gonna say it, but you got me thinking of rendering. But yeah, uh, there's an actual program now that they use to sketch out. They can literally model your entire inside of your house and sketch it all out and draw it for you. Yeah. Exactimate. Yeah. Exactimate. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, you guys use for insurance stuff. Yeah. Yep. So. I was like, you know what, this is this was like a way that I saw how I can make money. I, I grew up pretty poor. I was able to make pretty good money. I was kind of working in a few different jobs, but I went and started work for the machine shop this guy owned in the summers. And then when I graduated uh, high school, I worked there in the summer. Then when I went to college, I started working there in April of like 2004. And I worked there off and on 
until 2018 and I was supposed to be buying it. But basically I went from 04 sweeping the floor in 2018. I was part of three of the managers that ran the whole company and you could have bought it. Yeah, we were we were actually in the process of buying it, but me and one of the owners didn't get along very good. And uh, I had known him, not the owner that brought me in, mm -hmm. but the other owner and I didn't get along. He's a super big supporter of mine now, super great dude. Yeah. Um, but growing up, I was a very abrasive human being, and he was an owner of a business who didn't have to take shit from a 25-year-old. Sure. So seeing how it went, I could see how we both rubbed each other the wrong way. But when I left in my 30s in 2018, I just went and worked for another shop for a few years and when the two guys who I was managing with bought the company in 2020, they sold me their machine shop in 2021. Okay. So basically I bought a third of the company in 2021 and I actually operated out of their building, but I don't, but I'm my own boss. I gotcha. So I own all my own equipment. I do all this stuff. So basically it went from being like, Oh, I want to make movies, but look at these animations to look at SolidWorks, to look at 3d modeling to now let's make these parts. And what's your company called? Coyote manufacturing. Oh, so, yeah, that was the dream. It kind of had a roundabout way of getting me there. And uh, I always think a lot about like with YouTube now and with Instagram reels and stuff like it would be a great time to get zero exposure and have nobody notice me, but still be able to make things that I think are cool. Yeah, I've just never gotten the inspiration to do it. Mm. Like, it's kind of like, ah, man, that was just the thing I want to do. Here's your sign. <laughs> I mean, we've I've had this conversation with one other person like six, seven months ago and they were like, well, this now's the time to do it. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I kind of feel like you go through seasons in your life. And maybe the reason why I was, I didn't know there was a better way to make money and do what I wanted to do. Because ultimately, all I wanted to do was be able to study things and be paid for it. Yeah. Well, now I have a job where maybe during the day I have, some days I'm, I'm busting ass and I'm constantly doing something. Other days, for three days at a time, I'll make 10,000 pieces and I'll have just a bunch of blank time in my life where basically I'm just loading and unloading parts mindlessly. And in that time, I can listen to books, podcasts. I have just a wealth of knowledge that gets dumped in my brain. Yeah. And I feel like I get paid to learn about stuff anyway. That's well, you, cool. You ain't learning knowledge from this podcast. If you <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I do learn Unless stuff. you're spitting your own shit and you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot I said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, um... I'm pretty proud of you. Thanks, so man. Pretty Good successful shit. in my Good eyes. Shit. Dude, we've been we've been trying really hard and you know, uh like with with how competitive everything is in our man and in, in manufacturing worldwide, it's really hard to compete. It's it's a difficult way to make money, but at the same time, you know, I've been doing it for almost twenty years now, like right at twenty years. So Yeah. You're kinda just like, Well, I've been doing it long enough. Yeah. Mine my story is before you get into your story. Not as complex, I guess. Hold on. You're listening to the Shedcast. Now back to your host, Harvey. Let's get this party started. What? Sounds fun. Wear your helmets. So, before we get into your lovely story that I love so much, um, I got to give a shout out to GLD. Good looking, GLD. Rocking you right now, baby. Um, you know, if you haven't done so already, go to gldshop.com, pick yourself up. If you are a military or first responder, get your 50% off just by verifying that you're a military or first responder. And I'm telling you what, I did it just to see what it was. I know I get my stuff from them because they hook me up. But I put on there a, th was it a three millimeter chain? Cuban, was it? Is it yeah. a Cuban? It's not Cuban. Which it's one? A, 
The one you're wearing right now. Oh, this is a tennis chain. Is that a tennis yeah, chain? It's three a mi- three millimeter three tennis millimeter. chain. Okay, so tennis chain. You get it half off, you're like 100, 100 bucks. Yeah. Shipping's free at that point. And then, and then you can get a pendant for free half the time. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't done so already, do that. If not, if you're just a normal person, you didn't serve this country, and you're not a first responder, simply in the in the when you go to check out, they're gonna ask you how they how you heard about us or how you heard about them at all, and you're gonna say, hey, the Shedcast LLC sent me. You go there, they'll also hook you up with something free too. So dope. Check them out, shopgld.com. Shout out to Ambitiously Lazy. That's our actual apparel company that we have for the Shedcast. Oh yeah. So uh, Chuck over there is a pretty great guy. Um, ambitiously lazy on Facebook. If you need any softball jerseys, baseball jerseys, basketball jerseys, anything jersey related, he got you covered. I like seeing these new cornhole jerseys he's coming out with. It's pretty Dude. sweet. What's up? I had to be on the cornhole team. Maybe we can have a top golf, uh, top golf uh, jerseys. We need to get them set up, man. The top golf leagues go hard. You literally give him if you give him your uh, your logo, he will put that on a shirt and make it better. Hey, top golf is leaving. No, it's not. They just got sold. It's oh, just okay. a business to business sale. Okay. It happens okay. all the time. A lot of it, it, it just sucks because it made headline news and it, yeah. no one really understood it. But Sarah was like, "Yeah, it's, that's how business and business sales work. They just people freak out." But gotcha. Um, and last but not least, shout out to FX Drops, baby. FX Drops, Hustle Drops, your uh, raw natural performance drops, uh, encased with some peppermint, coconut oil, uh, mock fruit, and mint. It is in wintergreen. I forgot. Uh, a couple drops to get you set off right. Uh, they also have uh, sleep aids, uh, energizing aids, and relaxing aids, and focusing aids. Focus, yeah, focusing aid. Aids. <laughs> aids. Yeah, you don't want that one. Uh, no, whatever. <laughs> that stuff you can't get rid of. Damn but, it. Um, but yeah, so I uh, appreciate all those that I love. I love the support that we get. Yeah, absolutely, it's, it's great. awesome. It's great. Watching so. you guys unbox GLD was great, man. You Did you like that video? Good. You were looking good, man. That was a kind of fun video. I wasn't even that in was it. A fun either. video. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Uh, we actually have um, somebody else too, Morgan Denson. Uh, Denson's actually creating um, some stuff for us. Our thumbnails. Uh, for YouTube, he's creating. Uh, he's in a. Re- Is he the same guy who did the cartoon thumbnail that we have? No. Okay. That's a homie from the military, and I, I absolutely you. love him so yeah. much because he did that that logo pretty legit. Yeah, I love it's, that. it's awesome. So uh, he actually he drew that our logo. Big old stogie. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that's looks sick. cool. Um, but uh, Denson's pretty much going to be on. He's going to do all of our animations. He's going to do our video. He's working on our video right now for GLD. Um, he's also going to be doing our thumbnails, and then anytime we want anything else, uh, he's our man to go to. So it's going to be awesome. I might bring him in here to actually control this board and have him sit over here underneath the TVs and have his own desk and have everything run straight to him. Very he's cool. going to be monitoring all that stuff too. That so would be cool. I think he wants to get, get your own young Jamie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Jamie, I, I need somebody, pull that man. shit up, Jamie. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, um, before we get to your story though, uh, if you take a look at the monitor over here, yeah. So when I heard him say that he wanted to create skate videos, this is the very first video uh, that I had in my mind that I thought was going to pop off. And um, oh, Mike Vallely. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Mike Vallely. Dude, uh, Mike Vallely's a he legend. He was one of the best bald-headed, tough sons of bitches skateboarders I have ever met or seen in my life. And I did meet him when he was on a Tony Hawk tour when he came to yep. Omaha in like 2006 
and he came with uh, the BMX with uh, Dave, Dave Mira Hoffman, and uh, yeah, Dave Mira, Matt yeah. Hoffman and Rest Dave Mira. Rest in peace, Mira. Dave Mira. Dude, yeah. so, man, it was so sick. sad. Fad. So watch this. Have you ever seen this video before? No, I don't think oh, I have. Okay. Mike Vallely beats up five jocks single-handedly. Yeah, watch. So this right here, this guy's Mike Vallely. Ready? All right, ready? Here we go. Dude, creates space and throws haymakers. So it's it's it. There's no music to this one, but all five pushes. of them look like. Bitches. Oh yeah, I know. But yeah, a bunch he's of by himself. Double collared Hollister fucking pop yeah. collared nerds. But he takes his shirt off. And it's over. He just drops them, oh, yeah. drops them, drops them. Dude, just spreads them <laughs> out and fucking. None of them kids wanted to smoke though. Dude, they were surrounding him like they wanted something, man. Mm, whatever. Yeah. And he's he's he does not mess around. He he he's like get up. He just drops one, drops another. And like he's suplex city, this guy. You know, dude's always been um, a hero of all kids that skate and road BMX. Everybody's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, video. whoa, man! Look, dude, look, man! We were just trying to be cool. Oh, there it was. Let's get kicked they, off. They played the last of uh, whatever the <laughs> hell that was. Was that some Kid Rock? I don't know what it was. He's 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 gonna ruin me. Damn <laughs> <laughs> it, Kid Rock! Don't mess us up, dude. Really be. Listen here, American badass. Only a snippet. All my Bud Light. Don't you dare say Kid Rock and Bud Light uh, at the same time. That, that, that is not okay. That's uh, like saying Bloody Mary in a mi- Bloody uh, Mary in a mirror. Oh God, I forgot about that. We don't do that. Tell her what was your dream job and what do you do now? <laughs> He's. Are you still working on your dream job? Yeah. Are you still doing it? Uh, actually, <laughs> we were just talking we about were. this. Um, so I'm not working on it. How how I used to. <laughs> um, dream job was uh, to become. A musician, musical recording artist. Yep. Um, kind of got into that when I was like nine. Uh, coincidentally, it was the Fast and Furious that kind of kind of set it off because um, they came out with Need for Speed after that. Yeah. Um, it was the second one, Need for Speed 2. So I had like Get Low by Lil John and all that. So... <clears throat> Playing that game, heard that soundtrack, instantly fell in love with the way it sounded. And I'm like, hell yeah, like this is what I want to do. So I created a song when I was nine, <laughs> and it was some some corny. It was it was good for a nine year old though. Like mm-hmm. I wrote it down. And it was like, I got that in a fist, and you call you gotta drive your best, gotta win no matter the cost. If you start to lose, you gotta hit the nos. Like yes. I was like started doing it right. Yeah. And I'm nine years old, and I get my hand on a a little MP3 player. It was yep. like a little portable one. Like a Zune. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Zoom, this is probably. I miss my Zune, by the way. <laughs> this is probably. This is a few years later after that. I'm probably 12, 13 mm-hmm. at this point. And I'm like LimeWire getting uh, Eminem instrumentals. Yeah. And I start like rapping to them. And my neighborhood friends, they, they try to do it too. And they quickly realize, hey, this shit ain't for me. Yep. And um, me and my buddy. We're up all night making a song one time in his mom's living room on the computers. It's AOL time. Yeah. And actually, it's, it's post-AOL. It's probably MySpace. Yeah, but it's mom, yeah. mom's computers in the living room, yeah. fucking so on like, the desk. I created a song. It was like, my diamonds gleam when I'm on the scene. I'm looking fresh. I'm looking clean with the diamonds. I am a fiend. I used to go by Young Hercules, Young Herc. Mm-hmm. It's your boy, Young Hercules. I'm just as fresh as I appear up in it. Rookie of the year, my diamonds magic copper field. Reappear, like he still remembers it. Yeah, that yeah, dude, that's it. crazy too. That I was like eleven. He, he, couldn't, or 12. Re- he couldn't remember shit earlier when he was trying to say <laughs> songs that he's wrote the last few <laughs> years. I'm on, yeah. I'm on the spot now, and he's sitting here now, thirteen years later, yeah. thirteen years old, and he's spitting them like he yeah. remembers them. So, uh, and then like I remember, I'm at my my best friend's house, and I'm like 
same thing, sitting on the computer, and we're listening to instrumentals. And I came up with this bar that was just, like, super crazy. It was like, my soul gets more scuffed up every step I take, but I ain't talking Nikes but my very own mistakes. Damn, and, like, son, and, like, I one. said that, and my homeboy was like, whew, that's, that's a <laughs> Like that's a bar, you know what no, I mean? It's a whole song. Yeah. And I'm like I'm like, damn, like, okay, like I might actually be, be okay. Yeah. So all throughout high school, man, like I I didn't I didn't do school. That wasn't my thing. I had a, a composition notepad and I was writing in it and I had my iPhone or my iPod in all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And my iPod kids, don't yeah. forget, we used to have iPods before iPhones. Yeah. So my so. my English teacher like passed me. Like I, I didn't do any work. And, like, I didn't do, like, any of the final project. Because the final project was the whole semester. <laughs> like, I was supposed to, like... Write a research paper. Like, no, I'm supposed to, like, take photos of me when I was a kid and then write about it. And, yeah. like, do, like, a whole, like, flip book of that. I didn't do any of that. The last day of school, I turned in my composition notepad. And I was like, this is all I got. Like, and she looked through it and she's like, you're going to do some amazing things. Boom. Here, here's your grade. To talk about support, not just following right. the yeah. curriculum. Yeah, I'm like, thank you. you. Like, that's fucking fuck teaching, right? Yes, like, it is. Yeah. And, like, that shit was fucking awesome. And all throughout high school, man, like, low-key got bullied because we were so broke. Like, I fucking wore, like, the same sweatpants, like, three times a fucking week. You know what I mean? I know. Like, tap out was, like, that was was Gucci for me. You know what I mean? Like, a a fucking $15, $20 shirt was, like, expensive as fuck for me. Hell yeah. So... I kind of got made fun of for it, but I, I never shot Massimo. But I never <laughs> I ne- got lucky. Yeah, but I never really like gave a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I wasn't much of a fighter then. It wasn't until like I got out of high school that I started like really throwing hands. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I just like what uh, whatever, just fucking let it happen. And then, um, eighteen, uh, we had the Oasis Hookah Bar here. Yeah, and I, that end- place. yeah, and I end up. Uh, I ended up recording my first mixtape in their basement. Scary as fuck, dude. Like, Isn't it so cool? It's cool, though. Oh, like. It was fucking scary, dog. I'm sitting here <laughs> recording, and, like, no. I'm oh, sitting man. there recording, and, like, it's just black, like, yeah. darkness behind me. And, like, my engineer is, like, here with the laptop. And, like, I'll be sitting here, like, record, like making music and shit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'll, I'll hear, like, turn around. And I'm like, the fuck? And, like, I turn around. Like, something's, like, whispering in yep. the microphone. I'm like, dude, this is weird. Like, we got to get up out of here. So we go into my mom's basement, and we finish the... The uh, mixtape, and it was fucking awful. It was terrible. It was recorded on a blue snowball mic with, like, um, like magic audio oh, yeah. Who's workshop. In, who, was it was an engineer problem, or was it just not having the equipment problem? Everything. Both. All Both. Of it, yeah. Because yeah, I feel like then, an engineer, learning the stuff that I learned now, I, I feel like we can make shit sound beautiful. Yeah, so um, my first show was at Club De Boom, which was off 108th and uh, Q. Q at the yep. time. Yeah, yeah. And he messed with my set because there was a copyright thing, mm-hmm. I guess, when he went to upload it or mix yeah. it or whatever. And so he had to, like, make it off beat by, like, a millisecond. And yeah. it fucked my whole setup, bro. Cause, yep. like, and I blamed him for it. Like, I was pissed. I was genuinely he pissed. Couldn't, he couldn't, like, chop it? I, dude, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. I didn't know, you know shit about mean, it. Though? I was, you know, I was 18. Didn't I would have really done, like, a little, little like, chop and screw, like, yeah. a, like a little flick yeah, but, or something. Yeah, you know? instead, he just, like, fucked my whole setup. No, and, like, yeah. didn't even tell me, bro. He, like, let me go up there, and I'm I'm rapping on beat, but then, like, the words are, like, a split second behind me. Yep. It was fucking awful, and it was fucking me up. I ended up throwing up after because, like, I oh, was yeah, so fucking fuck. sick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Get you um, a pit in your stomach. But then, eventually, man, I just kind of got it. I met this dude named... Jamie, JJ Longoria, and met him at a house party. We started freestyling. 
he called me out because my freestyles were written at the time. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, like, me and him actually just started freestyling. People would, like, come to these parties and surround us just to watch us freestyle mm-hmm. for, like, hours. And they yep. drink, smoke, do whatever. I used to do that, too. I used to wa- love watching that Yeah. Show. And then <clears throat> he threw threw me up on stage, and I was god-awful. And he fucking chewed my ass out. He's like, you can do so much better. I've seen it. I've seen it from you. I know the, I know your yeah, potential. Yeah, you got a crowd in front of you. It's a little different. Yeah. And he's like, I know your potential. I'm like, fuck, man. You're right. Like, let me do this again. So... He let me up on stage again, and we rocked that stage. I got videos of it still. And then we just did that for years from, fuck, man, 20, 2013 all the way till now. Like, we still do it. Yep. But, um, uh, like, 2019, I did, like, 82 shows. And I've opened up for my favorite artists multiple times. Uh, 20, 2016, I turned down a record. I turned down two record deals with major record companies. Yep. And so it's just... It wasn't, I didn't want to be famous. I just wanted to record music. That was my dream was just to record music. Yep. I could be a ghostwriter for people. Like, I just want to get paid for making music, which I do now, but it's not like, it's not like a fucking crazy amount. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not making fucking thousands every minute. You know what yep. I mean? But it accumulates. It, it helps. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> I just haven't, ever since I had my son, though, I just kind of stopped. And, it, like, it's not his fault. It's just I was telling Tyler, Tyler this earlier. I was like, man, like, I need to get back into music. But, like, ever since I had my little boy, he filled that void that music was trying to fill for yeah. all my whole yeah. life. My whole life. Like, I didn't really grow up with my dad. Like, my dad bribed me to come around. You know what I mean? So yep. <clears throat> just, like, now that I have him, like, I have that void that's filled and i just don't feel like i need to do music to make myself feel better anymore because like i feel good now just do music to meditate well you created something more important than music that's oh, true yeah. like, that's, that's true my thing. dick was a brush dude it did it dude but look, brush. But look at <laughs> picasso like, look at what he can what he can experience now growing up yeah yep and that's cool because like my music is like forever bro like mm-hmm. that's when i die like you can click my shit and hear my voice you mm-hmm. know what i mean so yep. it's it's definitely a legacy that he can have for the rest of his life and he'll be able to search you and know who you were yeah it's cool do you ever think like as far as the music industry goes like uh as beneficial as soundcloud has been do you think that it muddies the waters of what real talent looks like yes absolutely so i mean even though you have someone like post malone who comes up on soundcloud or billy eilish and these people come up now because it's so accessible anybody can post them you have to wade through too much shit or What's I what feel, you think I feel is, like I feel like bro, SoundCloud isn't what SoundCloud I, used to be. I feel like people like bullshit for some reason. Like they will listen to motherfuckers that they can't understand and be like, "This is fucking fire." Oh, but then, oh, like you got boy, like, yeah. but then you got like real lyricists like Fora and um, like uh, shit. Even like Hobson, you know what I mean? Like Hobson never got as big as he should have been. He got big. Yeah, he got big, Off but YouTube. like. He got big, but like well, Andy looked weird, right? Like everyone's like, oh, he had he had his own little yeah, style. He was just undeniably talented, he was. but like he never popped. He never got to that yeah. next mainstream level. I mean, even when you talk about that next level, you still talk about Saigon yeah. or Papoose yeah. or yeah. whoever. So all those New York guys that didn't grow, right. or didn't do. Whatever. It's because they didn't do the bullshit. Yeah. They didn't do the mainstream music. Hobson is Gucci man. I mean, we can even <laughs> talk about. We can. Even, I'll get into that later about it. I'll, I'll show. I'll send you the link. I'll send we, you the link. We can even talk about like, uh, like rappers that did the bullshit and still didn't get the respect, like Royce the Five Nine. Yeah, God, I mean, I loved him. He Joe Budden is. We've talked about Joe Budden before. Joe, Joe Budden went mainstream and then completely flopped, but he has some great 
like underground he songs. Give a, he didn't give a fuck about going big. He was just fucking in the moment. If if Joe Budden's album when it came out the same week Fifty Cent's album came out, I think Joe Budden would have had a better career. Yeah, like, but I think Pump yeah. Pump It Up came out the same exact time that Get Rich, Get Rich or Die Trying came out. Like that's the same such a Tuesday, great album. dude. Top, for me, it's that, number one. I know a lot that of that movie and Hustle and Flow like oh, put me in the studio. That trick, dude. That movie whoop and that Hustle trick, and Flow whoop, put me whoop, in the studio. Trick. Like every time I watch it, I'm like. <gasps> Ooh, Dude, I gotta go record this. No, but I could chance. But his that. engineer, I couldn't get over because it, it was his engineer was a guy from DJ Quals, yeah, from oh, yeah. Road Trip. Uh, yeah, I boinked her. Also, the new guy. Yeah, he was the new guy. Oh, he's and new ever guy, since yeah. I watched the new guy, I'm like, I can't look yeah. at him playing this yeah. character. And but DJ, DJ Quals in real so life's great. He's he did great. It so good. Though. Like his interviews when he's not in the weird character, he's yeah. just a great guy. And, yeah, and he's super cool. And I think his character killed it. And Oh, for sure. Terrence, it just changed Terrence Howard for me forever. Like, I always <laughs> thought he was great, but when it, seeing him as DJ changed, like, any movies in now right. I'm watching. It you know, matter. he didn't even know how to rap. Like, he had yeah. to learn how to rap to become DJ. And I was scared shitless of who he was when I first seen him in Big Mama's house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because he was the killer husband yeah. that, you know, yeah. got, yeah. So, like, I after that and, like, seeing him in Hustle Flow, like, dude, this is dope. Like, this yeah. guy's legit. Yeah. But that movie, like, really hit, like, Damn, like this is what it's like being in the trap, like trying to rap. Sure. Like, Dude, fucking Ludacris yeah. is skinny blacks. Come on, yeah, skinny, skinny man. Come on, skinny, skinny man. Listen hey, to tell my me tape. This shit man. fell out your pocket, man. Oh, and then he had to fuck up skinny. <laughs> yeah. And then when he's in the joint, the fucking Rick Ross gives him his mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Yep, <laughs> Sorry, Rick. I didn't mean yeah. to call you out for being a CO. <laughs> dude, if he comes at me though, you guys need to protect me. I'm not trying to have Rick be mad at me. I don't know, I dude. He's a he's that. a boss. I forgot about Ooh. that. Um there's a beef yeah. right now. What's the beef happening right now with Rick Ross? Oh, that's with uh, uh, DJ, uh, DJ Envy. Envy over the yeah. car show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as long as they don't get Pimp and Curly involved, we're fine. Right. right. Yeah. With all that being said, man, I feel like I kind of reached my dream, and I'm I'm cool with it. If I'd I, say so. If I could make thousands upon thousands of dollars without being famous, then I really made it. But I'm super content with everything I've done in my career. I like your bio. What's your bio say on our website? What was it? You you slang. Slang steel by day and uh rap by night. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Chase paper at night or some shit. Something like that. He's like I sling steel by day and rap by night yeah. or some shit. It's pushing out them them ponies, dude. <laughs> yeah, steel ponies. Got to. I love it. it now good. with that being said, Harvey, what's uh what's your story? I ain't got a story, man. Okay. What did you dream of, man? No, I don't know. I uh, think you still dream. I think you. I think honestly, I, I, I hope do that so you dream, much, dude. I hope do that so you much. dream of being on radio because I think you're. This is one of those things that you're great at. I did my radio time. Um, I think you dream of being a content creator, a, a successful one. Yeah, yeah in any, in I love any doing form. That too. But but okay. So my my dream was radio, and it's XM Radio, and I still want to push myself to XM Radio. But XM Radio is not going to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in this in today's age, it just won't. It just can't cover. Right. But if I could do it still, and I got offered, I would I would do a rock show or a throwback station on XM Radio, and I'd fucking rock the shit out of it from my basement. And yeah, I love it. It'd be, it'd be great. Yeah, would be I would because to I drop a fucking f bomb every time I talk. And if I can get on rap or if I'm getting on a rock station, I'm gonna have fun with it. And yeah. I'm gonna be myself. You can only do that on XM too. So. You, you can, and that's the thing. Or internet, anything internet radio related, you can do that. Yeah. So um, that's still a goal. And I still have mentors like Sophia John from 89.7. I love her as a mentor. Um, and then I got Spicoli's great because he's over at another station now too at Q95, and he gives me tips and pointers and lets me know all this stuff and. 
Um, I just grew up with um, a lot of people in the music industry, and I, I made some friends along the way, and I had some friends that started here two years ago and left now to California, and he knows who he is because he's probably watching it on TikTok. Hey, do me a favor. Go hit that button that's over there. One I'll of you guys. I'll be back. Somebody do it. Because I don't know if they can still see it, but it doesn't look like it's even working, and that's kind of sh- kind of shitty. But um, I didn't really have – just hit uh, the – Yep, there you go, because it kind of dropped everything off, which kind of sucks. But so radio was my dream job. Am I doing my dream job? No, but podcasting and doing this fun stuff and talking with friends is is a dream to me because that's something that I I love doing. I created a fun studio. I, it was a warm, welcoming studio yeah. that I think I could do a lot of. Mu- I can get a lot of stuff done and take a lot of people's musical talents up. I don't think there's been a negative vibe in this room. No, I don't think so. The whole time that it's been up. It's been chill. I love it. Well, you do a lot of fun stuff, too, man. You're in the collectibles. You know, you have all these things that you like that's like, you know, that that could create a lot of great content or great conversation. It's just, I don't know, man. I think creating content or creating a a lane for yourself is probably the hardest thing to do. And everyone wants to be like Joe Rogan, where you can talk about anything with any person and have it be a great show. Um, And... And I mean, that's that's, th- that's super fucking hard. That's it's super hard not to be a very theme oriented uh, conversation where you're getting the same people to come back every week to go. Well, it's like everyone know. everyone looks and they're like, why isn't why is your podcast not like, you know, when you video it, why is it not all? I'm like, well, because Joe fucking Joe Rogan has a professional film crew yeah, that's H- like yeah. he's on the fucking news station that's right. recording this shit. He has a sound guy in the back running a big fucking board yeah. like his shit sounds professional it's run professional because he has a fucking sony 1000v camera that's high def with a big giant fucking no lens we should do we should hire he got a red camera i think they use red cameras i'm just saying i looked say. up his his list and he has a fucking canon something VX. else yeah big son of a bitch like we should all just chip in and just hire so i got some videographers that i know from like making making music videos yeah and like they they pair up like they'll both hold cameras and all that. I think that we should just just do at least one episode like where they professionally film us, and we yeah. do this. Well, I don't even have to have them face. like I don't even have to have them like holding the camera as long as I can get like shots of people talking that like you yeah. know I can go back and forth. And I have the equipment for them to run a camera, run the sound like it's everything in one. And all I have to do is hit a button, and it just goes from camera one, camera two, camera three, camera four. Well, but I have to buy the camera, so I've been saving oh. to buy the cameras that I want. So just create a podcast, and it's a cam, it's camcorder cameras, and they're really nice, yeah. and they're Canons, and I want to get them, but they're super expensive, so I'll wait. Because one thing I think about you all the time too is like you're such an awesome producer that like if and there's so many people that want to have a podcast today, like it seems like it'd be a great way for you to use your talents to engineer and produce for other people. I gotta ask to do that. Like if somebody wanted to have a podcast and you're, they don't have the equipment, they don't have the studio, they don't have the stuff. They can sit down in here. They can put a tarp up like they're the opening act or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And you can sell your time to them. So it's like having a studio, but yeah, for, but for podcasts. podcasts. Yeah. And I have a giant green screen that's actually going to be put up over here. It's um, actually not a terrible idea. Yeah, it's back there. But it just seems like a great a way screen. to monetize your abilities. You pull it down, and then I can have someone create their logo, and then I can use it on the green screen as the, their yeah. background. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. It just seems like a great way to monetize your talent. Like you ghostwriting, that'd be great. You don't yeah. have to be the guy who's constantly right. on camera. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I hate going to Walmart, but I would, like, miss going to Walmart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I Dude. was famous. Like, I don't want to be fa- I mean, I don't want to be famous. Dude, it sounds fucking awful, man. Like. 
Dude, I'm such a fuck too. Like having somebody <laughs> judge every bad day of mine yeah. would be like I'd just be constantly judged by everybody. Like yeah. this guy's such a fucker. Like fuck this guy. I, don't I, even like him. I try to be super nice and super calm and super whatever. But the second that somebody fucking gets out of line, man, like I can't help be like, hey, fuck you. You my, know. My my thing is like, I'm not I'm not famous, um, but. I do have a following, and I've created it all organically, and it's been crazy, and all my videos go viral, and it's just crazy how stupid-ass videos go viral, but it's fun. People like bullshit, remember? Yeah, yeah and it's, you, it's, you it's crazy. It. Yeah. It's crazy. I get a, a half a million views off my dog watching WWE and his ears lifting up. Like, That's what, what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. And then I post a legit video, and I get 29,000 views. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I... Posted on TikTok like real rap. That's like, what I'm real saying. Real good rap, and I'm get getting it. like 600 likes. I'm like, what? Yeah, I mean, Shelly's biggest Instagram reel was our snake eating a, a rat, and it was 500,000 views. Yeah, yeah, she told me that. She's yeah. excited. Yeah. I literally I created. For I literally that. created a video. You know that song, pushing P. Yep. Pushing P. My coworker dropped a P because he eats peas every day for lunch. Like it's like a. It's like a appetite curve for him like mm -hmm. he'll just like eat a bowl of peas a lot of protein in peas yeah. yeah and so he like dropped one on the floor and i picked it up and like i recorded me pushing it to that song pushing pee mm -hmm. and that's my most like that's my most viral <laughs> video on tiktok <laughs> over my fucking rap like i'm you like what did it get what did it get you remember i can tell you right it's there. twenty thousand. it's no it's it, no i don't i don't even think that i think like I don't know. So man. even like in my Instagram, years. I don't have a ton of followers or I don't, I don't follow a ton of people, which is probably the main problem that I have with having any traction. But like there are people who are machinists and a lot of the people I follow on Instagram. 852. That's sweet. It's terrible. Just pushing up. Yeah, but fuck you. And, and then my like actual rap music ones have. That's three, 312. Yeah. See, that's <laughs> like, well, there'll I want to. Hold on. Hold that because yeah. I want you to take those videos. You don't still have those videos, right? Yeah, I do. Send those videos to me, and let me just put them on the Shedcast page, and tagging you in it, and see what the, it does. The music ones. Yes. Yeah. All right, baby. We can do that. Yeah, shit. dude. Let's go. I'm stoked on it. Because if we can tag you in it, and then they can figure out where that video has come from, and see if it generates back to that video, and they watch that video. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like one of the things that I've like been slightly frustrated about, and I don't know if I'm just like being a jealous bitch or if I'm just being frustrated, but there is a guy that I'm friends with on Instagram. I've known him for a few years. We've we went back and forth. He's a machinist. He cooks. He like does a lot of videos of food he's cooked or like pictures of food. He's like, oh, this is what I had for dinner. Like you know, so like he's this is food porn. But but it's not even like that. It's like he has th things he's making at work. He has this. It's like his whole life. He, he's building a. A homestead thing like he bought a plot of land they live in a trailer but he's not particularly well spoken none of the stuff that he does like he's he's kind of similar to me and as far as the work stuff goes like we're not making shit for nasa we're making kind of logistical media things that keep the world going around and yeah. that are important but they don't look that badass but i looked the other day he has like fucking forty thousand followers and yeah. i'm like how in the fuck is this dude got forty thousand followers he none of his content is blowing me out of the water. Right. Doesn't have to. People, dude, people like bullshit. People dude, like bullshit. This Rylan is a, watches lunch getting packed in a dude, freaking this lunch was, pail. This is a. I'm talking about a poorly cooked <laughs> steak I on a foam plate. A poorly cooked steak like, on what a the foam plate. plate. What the <laughs> fuck? Come on, bro. I bring I bring material. I'm like, come on. Oh, this has to be shit. better than this shit. I'm at twenty thousand followers on fucking TikTok, and yeah. I'm like. 
you are bringing something. And then my daughter's, I walk into my daughter's room and she's watching literally lunch being made by some random lady putting it, it. putting it into a lunch <laughs> pail. Style Listen, I don't want to upset anybody here, but I went through a weird phase of watching Japanese bento boxes being made for public school lunches in Japan and they were, it was a very satisfying That's fucking video. sweet. It's like how it's made. It I was love weird, man. Shit. It was weird. So I mean, you're talking about packing lunches, I'm like having a personal moment here. I'm like, dude, that those Japanese lunches I watch dope, people though. in third world countries build pools at like 3 a.m. Oh, I love so. them, dude. I love the pool guys. Yeah. I love the pool guys, man. Yeah. Building the pool, that underground cool, pool man. mansion. Cool. Well, TikTok is taking over. It's Instagram's kind of still up there. It's still relevant. It's just they've for grandpas. A, they've done a lot, though. Lives are sweet on there. You can have yeah. play guests on there. Um, when I first found out I could go live on TikTok and like, cause you don't have to have a certain following to go live on or not TikTok on Instagram. You don't have to have a certain following. I don't think to go live. No, on I can no you can just go right live right now. now yeah. 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 So what's cool is I went with, uh, the lead, one of the, I think it's a guitarist from bad wolves. Dude, that bad um, wolf, man. I, I was, and I had, I, I post that video and I posted a song with it and I'm like, this is bad. That's those dudes like, that remade the zombie song. Yes. Right? Dude, that song. My daughter loves that song. And they're fucking good. Like the cranberries. That was the Cranberries, right? Yeah. They made the first one. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that was a great song. So I posted a video with him, and he's like, because he was taking requests from fans. I'm like, I'm a, like a fucking schoolgirl when it comes to, like, you know, famous people. I'm always in someone's, like, live video. <laughs> hey, come on the Shedcast. Hey, come yeah. on my podcast. Like, and I've gotten, that's how I've gotten a lot of people to, like, vibe to the videos. Or, you know, we have some local artists that want to get on the, on the podcast. And speaking of, uh, Annalise's song was played on 897 The River today. Oh, very nice. So I, I did a TikTok on it, and I said, it's always nice to hear local artists, you know, being played on the radio. Yeah. And it was her cover. It was one of her covers, and it was great. And I was like, this is awesome. Awesome. I love to hear it. So, um, But with that being said, it was a fun random night to talk about that, bullshit, and I that love it. it. Was. That it was. Um, we had no agenda coming into this. No. So we just well, we, spitballed everything. It's a whole different show when we have something that we wanted here and we didn't get it. So that's just how it works. Um, but with that being said, guys, go out there, watch some NCAA baseball, watch the road to Omaha because it is a time for these young college kids' lives that's going to change forever. And come through here, dude. Eat a glizzy. Watch <sighs> nine innings, man. Got yeah. A glizzy here. We got hella glizzies. I fucking tell you, man. It ain't mine, it's somebody else's. Dude, one time I quit my job. <laughs> one, t- What's going on, man? <laughs> one time I quit my job. So one of the times I quit the shop that I talked about working for for all those years. One time I quit it on the first day opening ceremony of College World Series. So I quit my job at 7 in the morning, and I spent the rest of the day watching opening ceremonies and chilling. Dude, yeah. I quit my job two days before the College World Series started and blew seven grand during the college world series <laughs> on, on just like. fucking boozing dude and just partying. fucking beer like. gardens the whole time i went to every game that i could i fucking like and i lived up the street from there i was like right there in midtown crossing so i just like took the shuttle straight up to my house showered changed ate some lunch came right back and just what's that did, big what's that big uh that big uh beer garden they got there in the middle of that company that does all the fancy old mattress factory mattress factory does yeah it. those dudes. or slow down Either one. You know, they yeah. open that whole area and it's just a big concert party. Yeah. Well, that I've gone on. Well, last time me and Sarah went there, we went and partied because I don't drink or anything anymore. Right. But when we went to party. I was getting lit with her. We got on stage because um, uh, Tay was doing the mixing up Tay there. Tay Whisper. Yeah, yeah. With uh, uh, Devin. So they're all yeah. up there mixing. I'm like, these are my homies. Let's go, you know. Um, but yeah, it was a fun time. Shout out Mr. West. Yeah, Mr. West. Shout out shit. DJ Devin Dupree. 
and his shop is popping off the collectibles, the collectible corners. So he's moved over it on Maple. That's what we should have. We should have him on here. He said we can go up there. We can have our podcast there if you. He said he don't care. But it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to carry. He's gonna have to come here. He said he'd come up here. He's trying to do a podcast himself. He has all the setup. His right shit. So if he doesn't, he can always just have you produce it and just handle it right here. Just not. I told him I said never. All we want is just a pack of Pokemon cards, man. Yeah. So just the unopened. You yep. Liberty do box break. There. You gotta take her there sometime. He does. Yeah. He has sh- collectible shoes there too. But it's cool because he hosts Pokemon events, live events, right then and there, and he f- he uh, live live streams them too. So yeah, that sounds cool. cool, man. Dude, him and Mr. West, um, they like rented out a little shop or like a little restaurant, um, in Midtown Crossing, mm-hmm. and like it was like a little Chinese food or like ramen place. Mm-hmm. During the day, but like at night, they converted it to what was called the Ugly Duck, is what they called it, and yep. they just it was just a club. Yeah, it's because Ugly Duckling, right? That's the that's the ramen spot was maybe. called Ugly Duckling, maybe or Ugly Duck, maybe ramen. Yeah. I think it was Ugly Duck, yeah. But then yeah, they, those they turned it into a... like a club at night, dude. And I had some of the best nights of my life at that club, and it only lasted like one summer. Yeah. Those dudes had the craziest pop up for a couple of years, where you'd roll up and you'd go get their ramen, and it would just be popped up at someone's bar oh, or yeah. someone whatever. Yeah. Man, this is like before that shit was super popular. Like right. these guys were doing like it was happening in L.A. or New York or Miami or Chicago, and people were doing these pop up dinners because these these young chefs couldn't afford a brick and mortar, and right. fuck, even a food truck's expensive. So I would show up at their shit and just kind of like. I, I mean, that's the only reason I had Twitter was to figure out where these chefs were going to do that, dude. <laughs> where you popping up? I man? got rid of that shit because, like, I didn't use it for anything except for how to spend my money on $14 bowls of soup. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, but it was dope. Well, speaking of food, I haven't ate since this morning. Yeah, I'm fucking started. hungry. Yeah. Actually, I lied. I had Jersey Mike's. What the fuck am fat I talking ass. about? <laughs> You're so fat you forgot you he ate. He forgot he <laughs> ate a fucking giant <laughs> sub sandwich. Damn. Sandwiches are good, though. I got a regular size, but it was fire. Never get the regular but they, size. But they pack it so well. Four inches is regular, right? Four inches is standard. I okay. got told three. Oh, no. Well, well, I measured it was three. Confidence. You got to start from the bottom. It's the, bottom. the very bottom. The top is weird. Oh, is that where? Yeah, you got to measure from the, yeah, bottom. from the bottom. Maybe, maybe I got, maybe I got four. Maybe I got four. <laughs> four some change, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah, dude. Uh, we went to Hooters for dinner. It was trash. The service was terrible. How was Remy? He behaved pretty well, actually, for them kind of, being terrible. Do you see a lot of titties? <laughs> he loves looking at girls. He loves tits. That kid is a tit guy. He will grab tits all day. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he accosted any women, no. but he definitely garnered some attention. That's awesome. He's a cute little shit. He loved it. He love did it. last about an hour and 14 minutes of behaving well. Lasted That's way good. longer than I would. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, mine's three minutes. So, All right, appreciate you guys. All right, be good, Josh, man. tell them. Later. See you. Later. Lion. It's not over yet. <laughs> I said it's not over yet. Catch up on all the latest episodes just by saying, hey, Alexa, play the Shedcast. Or find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at the Shedcast LLC. From, From all, all of us at the Shedcast, Shedcast thank, thank you, you for, for listening. listening.